Salam Salam from BA. This is a Rorschach Ethiopia update from the 5th of October 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. There was an attack on Ethiopia's embassy in Sudan. Ethiopia's neighbor to the west, Sudan, has been in a civil war since April. On Tuesday the 3rd of October, the BBC reported that Ethiopia's embassy in Sudan's capital, Khartoum, had been attacked that same day. The BBC said that although the attack damaged the embassy's building and property, no one was injured. General Mohamed Hamdan Dagalo, the leader of one of the groups that are at war, took to Twitter to confirm the report. Dagalo blamed the Sudan army for the attack. Neither the Ethiopian government nor Sudan's army have commented on the situation. Back in Ethiopia, if you tuned in to last week's episode, you'll remember that the Tigray region has planned to declare a region-wide morning day. The morning days will be observed from Friday the 13th and will end on Tuesday the 17th of October. According to the directive, during the morning days, businesses that make noise like clubs and bars should be closed. Sporting activities, weddings, birthdays, christenings and other celebrations won't be allowed. Except for enterprises that provide essential services, all governmental and non-governmental institutions will be closed. Transgressors will be punished with a fine ranging from 10,000 to 50,000 bar. That's a penalty that goes from 108 to 900 US dollars. Let's move on to the Somali region. Over the past few years, on the border between the Oromia and the Somali regions, there have been sporadic episodes of violence between the respective law enforcement officers of the regions. The most recent episode came about two weeks ago, on Tuesday the 19th of September. Unfortunately, the officers clashed in an area where many internally displaced people took shelter. The Ethiopian Human Rights Commission went to the area and talked to the people, law enforcement of both regions and medical professionals. The Commission's deputy commissioner told the media that they found that at least six internally displaced individuals had been killed in crossfire, while many more were injured. She added that the two regions must work in unison to resolve conflicts, ensure the security of the internally displaced peoples, compensate victims and investigate and prosecute law officers responsible for what had happened. In business news, currently Ethiopia does not have a stock market. However, that might change soon. The Ethiopian Investment Holdings, which is a government-owned enterprise and a parent company of large state-owned corporations, is establishing the Ethiopian Securities Exchange Share Company, or ESX. The Ethiopian Investment Holdings, along with four of its subsidiaries, Ethiopian Shipping and Logistics, Ethio Telecom, Ethiopian Insurance Corporation, and the Burhan Ena Selam Printing Company, penned a deal that established the ESX. The share company announced on Tuesday the 3rd its board of directors and chairman. The ESX won't be wholly owned by the government. The Ethiopian investment holdings would only hold 25% of shares, with the remaining 75% available for investors. More news on government enterprises, as Ethio Telecom's CEO, Freyhiwad Tamiru, was featured on the Shoisul 100 Africa list for her exemplary leadership efforts. 
Following the award, the company said in a statement that it is proud to have won this encouraging recognition as it works towards digital and financial inclusion. Next up, Jutta Urpilainen, the European Union's Commissioner for International Partnerships, went to Addis this week. On Tuesday the 3rd, she met with several top officials, including Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed and the African Union's Commission Commissioner, Moussa Faki Mahamat. She also signed a multi-sector grant agreement with Minister of Finance, Hamed Shidei. The program is worth 650 million euros or 608 million dollars and will support sustainable development, agriculture and peace building initiatives, among others. Moving on, we told you that the Ministry of Trade and Regional Integration had decided to increase gas prices in September after a few months in which there were no price changes. The ministry announced on Friday the 29th of September that it will soar prices for the second month in a row. The ministry explained that price hikes in the global market prompted this month's change. Regular gas has increased by almost 3 burr and now fuel costs 78 burr or 1.4 US dollars a litre. Diesel price has also exhibited a 3 burr increase reaching almost 80 burr or 1.45 US dollars per litre. To put these numbers in perspective, exactly a year ago, regular gas went 4.57 burr, or about a dollar per litre, and white diesel for almost 60 or a dollar and 10 cents. That's more than a 25% increase. Ever wondered what the best vacation destinations in Ethiopia are? Well, one of them used to be Sodire, a resort about 100 kilometers away from Addis. Sodire's popularity has declined over the years. For decades, the resort used to be owned by the government, but 10 years ago, the executive decided to sell it. A private company went ahead and bought it, agreeing to pay 35% of the resort's price upfront and the rest over five years. But the company still hasn't paid in full. The Federal Supreme Court has recently decided that the resort will be sold in an auction scheduled for next week, on Thursday the 12th. The court said the bid starts at 60 million burr, or just a little over a million US dollars, but the resort's value is definitely higher than that, and it is predicted that it will fetch a higher price at the auction. Although football is beloved amongst Ethiopians, the country has a weak football league, underdeveloped sports infrastructure, and a national team that has brought consistently poor results in international competitions. But the Ethiopian Premier League, the country's highest tier of footballing tournaments, kicked off this season's campaign on Sunday the 1st of October. There were two games on opening day, newly promoted Commercial Bank FC versus Adama FC, which ended in a draw, and Sidama Coffee versus Ethiopian Coffee, the latter being one of the most popular teams in the league, which was 1-0. Because of infrastructure and transportation constraints, All matches are being held at the Adama Science and Tech University Stadium for at least the first round. Speaking of Ethiopian coffee, the club renewed its sponsorship deal with Habersha Breweries on Monday the 2nd. The company was Ethiopian coffee's sponsor for over 10 years, and this new deal extends the sponsorship for another three years. 
After the deal, Habesha breweries will pay more than 20 million baht, or almost 400,000 US dollars every year for the next three years. The club will get an additional 10 million baht, or 180,000 US dollars, as a bonus if it manages to win the Ethiopian Premier League. And that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Did you enjoy this episode? If you like the show and want it to continue to be ad-free, we need your help. Spread the word, tell your group chats about how cool we are, message your friends and your family, tell your neighbor about all the interesting things you have been learning about Ethiopia. Tag us and message us on social media at ethiopia at rorschach.com, at Rorschach Ethiopia on Instagram and Twitter at Rorschach Georgia or at Ethiopia at Rorschach.social on Mastodon. Also, if you want and are able to, you are always welcome to financially support us with the link in the show notes. Ciao!